What's happening, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to 2024 and welcome to another episode of the Everything 9000 podcast. As always, we're going to be bringing you some culture, some news, some sports, everything 9000, basically. You see Luke Littler? I didn't even know who that was until like a few days ago. Yeah, that brother, yeah. 16 turning on 45. Yeah, he looks nothing like 16. He looks nothing like 16. But it's incredible. He's got a full face of beard, like full beard. Proper on daddy. his face. Proper yeah. daddy. Full. Thing is, like... I don't remember being 16 and having... The he- like, I've got a heavy beard now, yeah. Really full beard. Like, and, and debatable. I, dude. <laughs> you can't fuck with my beard. Have you seen yours? Alright, alright. No, no, that's fine. If you say you got a full, head, full uh, beard, yeah. yeah. Fine, that's fine. Alright. Yeah. I can't believe you're sat across <laughs> me, trying to cuss me on my beard when you've got, like, patches all over you, mate. You've been trying to grow that for, like, two years. And I grew you... I outgrew you in like three months when I kept my beard for my wedding and my sister's wedding mm. and you were so jealous and it looked great then yeah it looked great yeah and you've since fucked it up no I've not fucked it up I just go back to normal I'm going to trim tonight okay. so that's fine know. well anyway but yeah so his beard is like I don't remember being 16 and having that beard yeah, I, all I had was like a really thick moustache at 16 kids nowadays look fucked you know you get like 14 year olds that are like 6 foot no, it's more it's more commonplace. Like these kids don't look like kids anymore. When we were in year seven, we looked like little. We looked like Jerry so from 16, Tom and Jerry. He must be in year ten or eleven, right? Yeah, that's mad. I weren't doing. He's legally not allowed to go into pubs, right? Or he can't go into can't these venues it. without being accompanied by an adult, right? So you reckon his mum or dad were there? Yeah, like, of the course they were. They were. What do you think of darts as a sport? Okay, wait. Is darts a sport? No, it's, it's not a, a sport. It's a game. But it takes a lot of skill. Yeah, so does Monopoly. Monopoly doesn't take skill, not like darts. Okay, but so does chess. Chess isn't a sport. Chess is a game. Right. Chess requires probably the most amount of skill. I agree with the fact that, you know, obviously darts players, they're not athletic. They're not athletes, right? But where does the definition of sport say it needs to, you know... Be athletic. Yeah. No, I get that point, but... Is it really a sport if you're stood there with a beer in your hand and you're just throwing? Yeah. It's the beer in the hand that gets me. Yo, what was that? What was that, bro? The, the chugging of the beer. Right. right. And you go... Yeah. 180. I mean... Yeah, so it's when, not a sport. I, I, I know it will offend people. And I know it's like... I don't even get the, 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 the craze behind the darts. Nah, darts, darts is a good laugh. I think it really pops in Britain. Because mm. the culture in Britain is, let's go to the Ali Pali, let's get some beers. And you know what? It draws a lot of crowd. When, yeah. And when Luke was doing his thing, right, it, it felt like the UK united. It, it, it was like the Mandem were watching it. The Mandem ain't never watching no darts here. They don't give a fuck about 180 <laughs> and the counting and all that. But fair play to Luke, 16. You look like 43. Yeah. It reminds me of that clip, you know, from Bad Boys. When the guy comes to uh, Martin Lawrence's door, yeah, to pick him up. And Will Smith's like, motherfucker, how old are you? Yeah, I know. 18? I've not seen the film. Motherfucker, you look 30, right? (laughs) That's how you look. (laughs) That motherfucker looks 30. And it's like, he brought the country together. He's walked away with 200 grand. That's incredible. That is actually incredible. Imagine you're 16. You've got to sit your GCSEs, but you've got like... But does it piss you off, yeah, that an unathletic person like him is playing a sport has won 200k and he's self-admitted that he's just going to spend it on kebabs. Yeah, no, but it's fine. It's his money. So, for example, if he won it in chess, would you still be that worked up about it? Um, you get ch- you get chess champions that are like eight years old and they get huge money prizes. Chess is harder than darts. Yeah, but I'm just chess saying... Chess is harder than No, darts. obviously it is harder than darts, yeah. But I'm just trying to say to you, like, were you pissed that Wayne Rooney got so much amount of money at 16? So why, can't, why are you slagging this guy off? No, I'm not slagging them off. I'm I'm talking about you. You're the one that's saying it's not a sport. No, so I know it's not you a sport. Would be I know. I I I. It, oh, is it officially a sport or not? Yeah, it's on Sky Sports. <laughs> no, that doesn't make it official though. What makes it official? Like, if it's on four hundred one, if it's on four hundred four, it's a sport, bro. No, they're not putting chess there. They're not putting chess there. You're right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, is it actually like a recognised? Sport what, by like some it? sort of governing sporting body. Who, who would that be? Do you reckon it'll ever make the Olympics? FIFA. FIFA ain't recognised. No, it, but do you reckon it'll ever make the Olympics then? Imagine dancing in the Olympics. How would that... What do you reckon of that? Nah. So it's not a sport then, is it? 
If it can't make the Olympics, then it's not a sport. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. What else doesn't make the Olympics? Snooker won't make the Olympics. Snooker won't make it. Snooker's hard, though. Snooker is... You would know because Them you get beaten the, every time by me. I don't. I, we play pool. Snooker's a different... No, range. I know, but it's the same bloody concept. Nah, it's not the same concept. Okay, but snooker, would you class that as a sport? Uh, Do you need to be fit to play snooker? Nah. But what if you're like... You need to be of reasonable kind of weight, I suppose. No. You can't be like obese and then lean, be leaning over and stuff. It's like if you're really... No, but they've got them things. You know, them uh, ding, ding. You just put like a little placeholder down. The cue slots nicely in between. You can just do it from a But distance. I've never, ever, ever seen like an overweight snooker player. I've never seen an athletic darts player. Like, yeah. It's like a qualification and you've got to have a round belly. Yeah. Uh, yo, did you hear the news about teachers might not even need GCSEs themselves? Really? Well, isn't one of the qualifications to have a degree? And then, like, to get a degree, don't you need to have GCSEs? You'd think so. You would think so. But the times are changing, Amrit. Times are changing. No. And Times Politics reported. How do you get into university? You get into university. Teachers should be able to qualify without having GCSE maths to help solve the recruitment crisis. Oh. The chairman of the Independent Schools Council has said. Just because you don't have GCSEs, and my GCSEs weren't particularly great. That doesn't mean you can become a teacher. If you haven't got a GCSE, you can't be a teacher. Why How not? are you going to teach GCSE maths when you ain't even fucking got GCSE maths? Because you will have some sort of training, like a few years down the line. So it's not saying, okay, you don't have GCSEs, you're 16. So you're, you're accepting, hold on, listen you're even me. accepting that yeah. as a notion. No, listen to me. Can you, let me start. I find it difficult to let you continue because I haven't even the started. fact that you've accepted the point. No, I haven't even started. Okay, so let's say you are a kid who's kind of disrupted in school, right? You're 16, you've left the school without GCSEs, but then you've set your life on the right path. You've done the right it's courses. It's not too late. You, it's too late. Bro, you that's the G outlook that you have. You need a GCSE in maths. Really? Mm -hmm. I've never used my GCSE maths. It's not about whether you use it. That's a different conversation. Right. Whether GCSE maths is... No, is but a, listen to like me. Like, it should be taught. Okay, okay, but listen to me. Say, you don't have... You walked out of school without GCSEs, but then you've done some sort of other courses or either... What other courses? Whatever is available, for example, right? Where, Anything that isn't a GCSE. So, do you mean, like, no GCSE or, but like no, or just no GCSE maths? No GCSE in maths. So you could be a very intelligent person and not have done the exams that you need to do, right? At but that point that you did. Since when? But that doesn't take your. That doesn't take away your intelligence. The way the country's education system is, maths, English, science is the core of the education system. Yeah. It's the core of the curriculum. Right. You know this. Your sister's a teacher. Yeah. So how are you even? Your sister's a maths. She's head of maths. Yeah. How are you even debating this? Because if, like, not everybody has to take the traditional route. So, for example, the way solicitors qualify is changing. You don't have to do a law degree to be a solicitor, right? Mm. You, If I said to you the very notion, let me imagine everybody does the law degree to be a Having solicitor. Done, can, can I? I know exactly yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Having done law, though, would you not agree that that solid foundation that you've had in that degree... Mm. Just gives you a head start, and it and it is not the really. basic foundation. Not it really. is because the no, LPC you, you could do, no, you is, do. A, is a crash course in your law degree. Yeah, but then you would do that the LPC anyway in that case. So why why do you need a law degree? No, because it's a crash course, and it's nowhere near in the level of depth but that you, you need as a solicitor. I I'm a practicing solicitor. I do not use anything I learn. At my you degree. think you don't? No, it's I use the skills the, exactly. I use the skills exactly. But you can learn those skills in a different degree. What degree? I could I could do history and be a very good lawyer. No, it's not because drafting because history is all about writing and studying. Writing essays, yeah, is different to drafting. Yeah, but then if you're writing, you, were you did you do any drafting? When you're applying for jobs, no, right? no. When you're applying I, for jobs, were you drafting? Are you writing an essay or are you drafting? Were you, no, were you drafting any sort of documents as part of your law degree? You weren't. You were writing essays. What you weren't you? doing any drafting. What drafting? We did the law degree together. Yeah. What did you draft? You'd write essays yeah. from a different viewpoint using legal points, which is precisely what you would be doing in history. In drafting. No, in history, you use essays using different viewpoints and different sources. It's the same thing. Does just because one source is a legal book and the other source is perhaps like I don't know, a totally different thing doesn't mean anything. I get what you're saying. I take your point, but I, I get history 
purely because even when we were studying, there were a lot of lawyers that did law. Mm. And then there was a lot of people that did history that went into law. Mm. And even when I was working, a lot of people did history as their degree. Okay. History is an accepted one. Geography is another one. <laughs> your your favourite subject. Maybe some people did English, but what else is appropriate? Anything. Go on. You could have done a chemistry degree. No, not appropriate. You could have done a, a physics degree. Not appropriate. You could have done quantum physics and then not be a lawyer. We don't want that in the law place. We don't want that in my office. I, I basically watched this one documentary and somebody done drama at University of Oxford and then went on to become a barrister. Yeah. How's that working out? Great, because they use the drama aspect of it in, in the court. Yeah. The performance aspect of it. Yeah, so he's that kind of barrister. I'd rather have one that knows she? sound. She's that kind of barrister. From Oxford University, yeah? It doesn't matter. Oxford doesn't mean shit. Oxford means everything, bro. Yeah, for the for the elitist. So you're an elitist no, now? No, not for the elitist. For the people that... For every single person. You walk into a place with a degree from Oxford, Cambridge, Yale, or um, Brown. But is that fair? No, it's not about fairness. Fair? It's not about fairness. No, you tell me you're you're uh, it's not about flying fairness. the banner for Oxford, right? So you're saying someone who's got a drama degree from Oxford is better than someone who's got a law degree from a Russell Group University. Yeah. You are the owner of a law firm. Yeah. Who do you really want? The Oxford person, because the Oxford you're, is done already. You're full of shit, man. You're Oxford. full of shit. Bro. Oxford, whatever. You're full of shit. How do you get someone who's Oxford? come from Durham or someone who's come from University of Birmingham has a law degree, I'm taking over a drama student. Any day of the week. But a drama student Any from day of Oxford, the week. Cambridge. It could Yale. be from Oxford and Cambridge and Yale's birth child, the Amrit School of Excellence, and I couldn't give a fuck mm. if it was a drama degree. Right. If it, Or if it's a law degree from a Russell Group University. Mm. I'll stick I with think my... deep down, you know. No, I, I will stick with my Listen, Oxford graduate. The point is, even we come back to that law degree, right? Mm. You can become a lawyer, you can do a law degree, or you can do a history degree. Any other degree, it's a bit, okay, what the fuck's going on here? If you're a maths teacher, or if you're a teacher, and you haven't even got a GCSE in maths, listen, I don't care. I don't care if you sat in a room for 30 years and studied the Pythagoras theorem and came up with quantum theories on, I don't fucking know, pi. Do you know how much of it? Right. It doesn't matter. You haven't got a GCSE in maths. You're wrong. Not wrong. You're wrong. You you will restrict the world too much. I'm not wrong. You... With your viewpoints, and people like you, with your viewpoints, mm-hmm. are the people that are stopping the world from progressing. Progressing to what, the Progressing to... How is this progression? Bigger and better This things. is a progression. So you're thinking like a this teacher's value... This is a stopgap only... fill. There's a, there's, a lack of dem- there's a lack of supply, so they're trying to increase demand. Yeah. That's it. So it's, it's a drop-down in standard. It's not Can a you not accept that? It's not. It is. It is a drop-down standard. I think a person who may not necessarily have done a GCSE degree in something doesn't mean, like, not, take away the... GCSE isn't a degree. A no, GCSE sorry, in maths. Whoever hasn't done the GCSE, okay, yeah, or done well in the GCSEs, you, that's not, like, a certificate of intelligence or, like, a true reflection of the intelligence. Could be totally different circumstances. So you know what's better than the curriculum set for England? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so the curriculum set for England seems to be... Coming to my way then, doesn't it? Yeah. If, if it's saying you don't yeah. need a GCSE. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Brilliant. Now, good luck. Good luck to your kids that will learn under this regime. Right. Yeah. Good luck. Are you, are you going to homeschool your kids? I will. Right. I would rather homeschool them than send them to wherever you would. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because they're not interacting with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> not after the experience I've had interacting with you. <laughs> Elon Musk and billionaires are building bunkers. You know what? That's interesting because I just watched a film very recently. Leave the world behind. Yeah. I watched it too. That's fucking crazy. What did you make of the film? What did you make of the film? I didn't even know what was going on for ages. Yeah. But and that's what's great about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great film. It is a great film. I wouldn't say it's a great film, but it's an interesting it's, film. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was like great in terms of like critical wow. thing. Yeah. 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 But then in terms of it, it was a thrilling film. It was a thriller. It was a thriller. But I, I read some of the reviews. They were it was hit and miss. Mm. No, it was hit and miss in the sense it wasn't like artistically amazing. Do you not think? Yeah, I don't think so. But it was just one of those films that you just watch. It's like, um, what sort of other film I could kind of like relate it to? What was that film? Gone, gone, gone bad? Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Why did I think Gone Bad? Like, Gone Girl was not like an amazingly, it was actually critically acclaimed, but it was kind of one of those thrillers you don't know what's going on. It just on. keeps you on edge. Keeps you, just you on want, edge. You want to know what is going on. Yeah. I think the best part of it is, is that 
we can kind of see ourselves in a situation maybe like that. Mm. Not exactly like it, but in some sort of circumstances. But it was probably weird because I think it was just that, that, that one particular town that was affected, wasn't it, by the San violence? San Francisco. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I read, and so this film was based on a book, right? Mm. And I read like up on it because obviously like I was just so interested to see what was it all about and stuff. And so the book was actually a lot deeper than this. Right. So you know the bunker that the girl goes into at the end of the end? Yeah. Right? That family who had the bunker built were actually not in there because they had missed the plane or something. Oh, really? So they were caught in that. So they were one of like, they they were one of the 1%, you could say, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were kind of being ready for it, but they couldn't actually even use the bunker. Look at the irony in that. Yeah. Look at the irony in that spending all that fortune on building a bunker and, and then your flight gets fucked. Yeah. And you die anyway. Yeah, you die anyway. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's like the matriarch dies of that family. But if they're building bunkers, then like, it is like, I don't want to get into like... Before, before we get onto that, do you know what the most eerie part of the whole film for me is? Is oh. that Obama was one of the executive producers. Really? Yeah. That's just Obama dipping his hand into film, I guess. Or as an ex-president who might have thought of how if somebody wanted to take down my country, what would be the most cost-effective way of doing it? This is one of them. Mm. Interesting. I didn't know Obama was getting into films. I feel like some shit's going down in 2024, bro. I don't know what it's going to be. I, I don't know. You man. are. I don't know. Listen, shut up, man. man. Are, the, you not, are you not telling me every year there's some shit that goes down? Yeah, 100%. Some years more so than others. Do you think in COVID? COVID. Oh. Right? Yeah. You, I just get a feeling something's happening, bro. These bunkers. What did these billionaires know that we don't know? <laughs> they have these private meetings at islands. And this film said exactly the same thing. The billionaires aren't protected from it. All they can do is get a heads up. Mm. They can read the markets, predict the future to an extent, and know this is coming, this is coming, get ahead of the curve, i.e. my man's building a fucking 200 million bunker. But would uh, you want to be in a bunker, though? Like, if the rest of the world dies, would you want to really survive? That's a different question. That's That's a a very deep question. That's a different question. I would rather be with the masses, but it depends if the masses, if we're in a civil war and we're fucking each other and killing each other. Mm. It depends. Or would you rather be safe behind a bunker? No, but then when... Look, would you rather be... Would you really want to be the last person alive on Earth? No, it wouldn't be last person, though. No, no, no. There'd be a few thousand. You know what I mean, though, man. Like, would you really want to be left behind? If death is, like, what it's going to be, would you really want to be alive in that case? But alternatively, would you want to be in the chaos and have your family be in the chaos every night wondering if someone's going to knock on your door? No, that's fine. But then how how would you then... What happens... Have a bunker? No. In a bunker, right? Then you come out of the bunker, see everybody's dead. How would you then... For me, out of those two situations, honestly, it's a tough choice. And I'm not saying I'm sticking by this, but I would probably right now think I'd go with the bunker. What would you do? Listen, if if you're going to get... If you're going to die, you're going to die. You might as well get it over and done with you. There's no need to prolong your life and make it more miserable. You won't die when you come out of the bunker. You'll be alive. No, but then would you really want to be alive? Is my question. You're saying you wouldn't want to be? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be alive if there's nobody else on earth. Or Why don't you take the responsibility for humanity? Carry us forward. What? Mate with who? Yeah, your wife. She'd be in the bunker with you, wouldn't she? And then, okay, so me and the wife or, you know. Your family? Your whole family? How would life fighting continue then? Would would your children then mate with each other then to have more children? That there'll be other people with other bunkers. That's, no. Imagine that, you're going on, you're just imagining that it's just you. Yeah. It's not just you though. How many other bunkers though? What do you mean? Like I told you there'd be thousands of people still alive, just wouldn't be billions. Mm. I don't know, man, if I still want to be part of it because it's gonna be a lonely life. Why? Because you're not Imagine, like, you're going to have the whole city. It, obviously, the city will rewild, right? And then do you really want to be in the place I like think, that? I think you've not thought about this. I think you just think about this. I think I would I think rather it's come, be there. I think it's come a bit soon for you. and you're So still- let's say 99% of the population dies. No, but you can't just pull a figure out your ass. No, no, no. So it's the Post- one... No, who's building the bunkers? The 1%. The 1% isn't the one... Like, okay, how many people is 1% of 8 billion? Very minute. What's that, like 80,000? So all the billionaires... 80,000 people. Yeah. 80,000 people. By the way, I've not fact-checked if that is 1%, but it sounds about right. Let's go with it. 80,000 people. On the whole of this earth? Yeah. 
vibes. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's like no traffic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if no one from your family is there? Why would they not be there though? That's the purpose of having a fucking bunker. That is the purpose. But what about your extended family? <laughs> I hope they build a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, what see about, I'll see you on the other side. What about your closest <laughs> friends? Fuck them. Really? Yeah, including me. Right. Asta la vista, baby. Uh, right. That, that, that kind <laughs> of confirms it. your... <laughs> That'll be me shutting my, you know, my bunker in your fucking face. Yeah, yeah. You'll be on the other side of my bunker. Well, you know, just on Elon Musk, he was just... Obviously, the share price of Twitter has gone down a lot. Well, X, whatever you want to call it. Share price has gone down a lot. He's wondering, yo, why am I not making enough income here? He tweeted to Mr. Beast and he was like, yo... Post your content on Twitter as well. Mr. Beast was like, look, cost me hundreds of thousands to bring these videos to fruition. If I post them on Twitter, I wouldn't even make a fraction of that. I response was twofold. Number one, Twitter is not paying its creators. Number two, if you want me to post, bring me the check. Mm. Right? One of the two, right? Can you make money from Twitter as a user or is it just something to promote on? No, no, as a user, you can make revenue now. That's what Elon Musk is trying to take it down that route. How so? Just like Instagram. Just like, uh, sorry, just like YouTube. I was going to say, you can't make money on Instagram. Because on Twitter, he's made long form video accessible now. You can post up to three hours or some shit. Right. But does that then mean you get paid per view on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that would change the game for him. It would, but he's not doing it. And he's, he's openly begged Mr. Beast to do it. And Mr. Beast is shutting down in public. No, as in if if he opens up that that route, uh, the, the route's open. Is it so? Why are creators not still using? It? Why would you? Why would you post on Twitter? Or would you post to YouTube? No, if you've got a big following on Twitter, then and and if anything, it's probably the right time. But to you're build. not getting paid enough. You think that's the difference for you, right? Yeah. So whether you're getting like I don't know, if it's not being paid enough as YouTube, then obviously you would post on YouTube. But then I have I have a solution, and I think Elon Musk needs to take me up on this. He needs to do what TikTok did in 2020. TikTok, new player, came into the market. People come on, they post a viral video, they get thousands and thousands of followers. So I've, I went through this in 2020. I posted a video then that went viral, got two point something million views and, and a couple others that got close to a million. They pushed me to 10K plus followers, mm. right? But if you were to get those same sorts of numbers today, i.e. views wise, you would not get the same amount of followers following you mm. because the algorithm has slowed down. That initial burst has come. It's gone. Instagram really pushed in 2021. Mm. So as a direct response to TikTok, because Instagram was a, a dying, a slow mm. beast. You could post so much, you wouldn't get this overnight success that yeah. TikTok was giving you. But Instagram followed that. People were posting, people were getting the followers, people were getting the consistency, more people posting on Instagram, successful. Now for Elon Musk, what he needs to do on Twitter, he needs to encourage people by the same formula. But Twitter is just generally dying anyway, actually. A lot. What, so Twi is Instagram? No, but then Twitter was something different. Twitter wasn't like c competing for creators. It was a totally different kind of social media app in the sense it was more like a ground for like political opinions and more so like about being like being informed or airing your views. It wasn't so much like I'm going to post this sort of like what you would post on Instagram. You wouldn't post on Twitter. But what, what you wouldn't post on Instagram, you wouldn't post on... Uh, YouTube, I suppose. YouTube or TikTok. No, I get that. But so like... They the, all merge into one. No, but then so what he obviously didn't realise at the time was buying Twitter is like Twitter is a different animal. He's now changing the whole nature of Twitter, uh, Twitter right? And so now Twitter is losing its original kind of like people who were using it for its right purpose. So I actually don't even go on Twitter anymore. I stopped it about like a year or so ago. But... People say the same about Instagram. Yeah. Because they're like, we want the chronological feedback. We just want pictures on Instagram. We don't want videos. Mm. Some people say that. Yeah. Right. But it's kind of being overtaken. So it's going to take time for Twitter to change. And I think it will change, but it's going to use, it's going to lose users like me. Right. It was, it's kind of core user kind of uh, demographic was the people that kind of like came there with a the political opinion. It was more so about news, about world affairs, as opposed to like seeing reels or like seeing just some dead ass shit that mm -hmm. you would on Twitter and now Instagram, mm -hmm. right? So if it's going to change it into that, 
then I think it's going to lose its core kind of demographic that were there originally. It loses its core, but the core doesn't generate it revenue. No, I know. So if this is what Elon Musk and wants to change, and Twitter was a loss-making enterprise. Yeah. So if so something does need to change, then. no, not from our perspective. I don't give a shit. No, but we're not thinking from our perspective. Yeah, we're so thinking from Elon's Elon. perspective. Yeah. yeah. So if you if that's the route he wants to take it down to, then that's what he no, needs he to. No, he has do. to. Yeah, he has to. Uh, I, for me, like I said, the way I see it happening. He needs to encourage people getting the interaction. So does that mean like at some point, like all social media apps is going to be just about the same thing? That's where something innovative comes in. So like, like for example, LinkedIn, do you reckon LinkedIn is going to be like, oh, post creative shit on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's totally different. LinkedIn by the day becomes more like Facebook. Nah. Yeah. You see more emotional posts, more success stories. Yeah. This, that, yeah. It's not just, it started off very different. It started mm. off just about professional updates. Yeah. Today at work, I wrote this news article, X this, that. LinkedIn's changed. Changing. Hmm? Not changed. It's very different to what it began to be. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. I don't know if you'll want to talk about this because I know you're quite squeamish about stuff like this, yeah. But there's like there was a video that was posted and it was about what's happening in Sierra Leone at the moment. And it's like the young demographic there is getting high but one of the ingredients is human bones. Mm. Human bones apparently have a high uh, density of sulfur, and that sulfur gives you that feeling of high. And so people are digging up like the graves, taking the bones, adding it to their substances, and it's just making everyone mad high. And it's like you can see the the population there walking around like zombies and shit, just like because they're on this. That's real. Real life, bro. Real shit. I've not seen that across it. Where did you see this shit? I'll send you the video. No, I don't send me the video. Channel 4 reported on it, I think. Really? Mm. Mm. Bit disturbing, man. It's a bit disturbing. It's more than a bit disturbing. Mm. It's fucked, man. It's, it's mad. creepy. It's mad out here, bro. Do you reckon they'll just start killing people for the bones? It's mad. It's mad. That's why you got, I don't know, man. You got to stop this shit. All these young generation it makes me think of in Punjab, man. Mm. How much of the generation, the young generation, our generation, is being killed because of the drug drug epidemic? Huge thing. So that's like a whole different podcast. Yeah, that or is. a documentary. <laughs> yeah, the parasite actor passed away. Did you see that? Yeah, but more so, it wasn't even just the news itself, right? All the comments, all the backlash from it is, yo, we've got to talk about the Korean entertainment industry. It's like. Korean actors, musicians, they're very they high pressured yeah. by executives. You always see Korean celebrities There's a lot dying. Of like suicide, high suicide rate, isn't it? Apparently there? he was being blackmailed over weed charges. You know, he apparently cheated on his wife. He's seen in a lot of bars. So, you know, it's just like, it's just like, people are saying the Korean industry is more toxic than the one in the United States, and that says a lot. Yeah. It seems that way because a lot of like K-pop stars, for example, go through an extreme amount of like mental pressure. Mm. Right? And K-pop is like the shit now. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's probably like as big as American pop. Because mm. a lot of like Indians, people everywhere listen to K-pop. They do. I have no idea about K-pop, but I know it's huge. The kids nowadays are on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube is like huge. Mm. So it is like a wholly different industry there. I don't know. And you know yeah. the like Korean kind of like those Asian attitudes is totally different to the US. So the pressure is always going to be extremely high anyway. Mm. Right? For example, like, you know, the office worker in Japan, for example, works, like, re- religiously. They, they, I was it, literally going to go into Japan. Yeah. Like, it has the highest... You have rates. to be the last person in the office, right? That That's the type of attitude they work with. Mm. And it's same in Korea in the sense that, you know, the, the, the work is absolutely relentless. Yeah. Absolutely relentless. Mm. So to be kind of in that high-pressure job anyway, mm. to then... I think it's just a bit too much. It's fucked, bro. A lot of the the, the, the suicide rate amongst like the K-pop industry is very high as well. It's abnormally high. Yeah. If you compare it to like other industries in like the US or UK, U- India, wherever, for example. Yeah. So it is bad. So was this uh, by suicide? I don't know if it was. Or I just heard that he. I just read the news. He passed away. I don't know what the cause of death was. Exactly. I, it wasn't clear. Really. It wasn't clear. Let me show. I Google it. Yeah. Uh, Parasite uh, was an amazing film, by the way. It was? Did you watch it in the cinemas? Yeah, he was found dead. Yeah. He's found dead in Seal. Investiga- he's so, been under police investigation on suspicion of illegal drug use, which was weed, and he denied the allegations. 
So was it an overdose or was it? No, 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 no. So the police investigation was just before he passed away. Right. Mm. So it doesn't, again, doesn't say if it was West. How did he pass away? No, it just says found dead. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Weird, bro. Mm. Weird, bro. So, you know, that happened. We had JK Rowling come out and say that Harry Potter should have married Hermione and she shouldn't have married Ron. Didn't she write the shit? There you go. She <laughs> had regrets. There you go. That pissed me off here. I can't lie. Really? Yeah, because I just watched the movies again recently with my family. Mm. And it's like, I watched it for like the third or fourth time at Harry Potter stand. Everyone knows that. Mm. But like, don't change that shit now. Don't reflect on it. For how, however many years has it come out? The movies, which came out after the books, the last movie came out in like, well, I don't know, 2014 or some shit. Mm. Right? You've had seven, eight years to reflect don't fucking restart that shit. But do you really think it would have been good for Harry to be with Hermione? I think, no, I think it, Harry being with Guinea and then like Hermione being with Ron is the, the perfect ending. Do you think? I think it would have been too powerful a couple to have like Harry and Hermione. What's wrong with power couples? It's not power couple, but I think the dynamic in that relationship I'm is totally... Hit. That would have been such a sick power couple. Nah, I think it would have been a totally Harry, different dynamic. Harry Potter and Hermione is a better couple than Jay-Z and Beyonce. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit about Jay Z and Beyonce, but what I'm trying to say to you is like the dynamic of that relationship is totally off. Why? It is. Why? Did you? If you watched the Deathly Hallows Part One, there was the whole bits where where they kissed, right? They didn't kiss. No, they did. In one of the films, they kissed. No, no, they didn't kiss. They have kissed in one of the films. Oh, they kissed, but that was Voldemort playing tricks on Ron. Yeah, that wasn't real. That was just. Ron seeing what the Horcrux was showing him before he's, he got rid of the Horcrux. Right. But did you not think that was a bit weird? Hmm. It was weird because the way it was filmed was that this is wrong. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? But if they'd have got together, like, all right, Carl, happy days. Nah, I don't think so, man. Why? I think the dynamic in that relationship is totally off. I mean, I, I haven't I don't. Before. I don't see Hermione and Ron. I think it, it is because they 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 kind of complement each other. They do. How does Ron compliment Hermione? As in like Herm- Ron is the sort of like idiot and then Hermione is the one that's screwed on, you know? So the opposite attracts type mm-hmm. of thing. Harry Harry is just a fucking weirdo, man. He's a creep. Why? <laughs> he is. Harry Potter. The the kid Harry Potter is just a creep. He had his parents killed no. by the most, biggest notorious killer on at his birth. And he has a scar as a result oh. of it. Well, what do you want from him? Oh, he's... He, he, bro, you know the one person in Harry Potter that really pisses me off is actually Harry Potter. Why? It is. Why? And I think he's very lucky to have Guinea. I, I really... It's Ginny, by the way. Ginny. Guinea. I, like... You know, throughout the whole films, yeah. when I was watching them growing up, I all, like, really fancied that actress. Ginny Weasley? Yeah. Bro, what the f- Fuck, man. I had a crush over, like, over Emma Watson. I always preferred her. Over Emma Watson? Yeah. You're out of your mind. You're out of your damn mind. So I think Harry was very lucky to be with Jeannie in that film. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, man, I need to, I need to absorb this, because this is mad. <laughs> nah, why not? She was, shit, that actress it's is not, beautiful. Not over Emma Watson. I, I, I would say so, yes. No. 100%. Listen. Listen, that, we'll just say that we can agree to disagree on that. Yeah. But I know you've got some... Okay, so so this is where the personal bias is coming in. And that's why you can't see it. Well, but what we need to backtrack. Why do you find Harry Potter weird? He is. He's just what, a fucking what, what was weird about it? Why is he a creep? Creep's a strong word. Nah, he no, he is. He's just like, like, like... Oh, look at me. Harvey Harry Weinstein's Potter. a creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's this Epstein? He was a creep. Yeah. Stephen Hawking's a creep. No, but Harry Potter <laughs> was like... Ev- like, the film is called fucking Harry Potter, so everything is about him. Right. Like, literally everything was about him. No, but what part of it was creepy about him? What was... No, creepy? it's just... Like, he's selfish, man. Look at me, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> That's Dobby. Yeah, no. <laughs> I love Dobby, man. Dobby was my favourite in the whole thing. He really pissed me off, man. Nah. Annoying little cunt. <laughs> yeah, glad he got stabbed. Glad he got stabbed. Would it have had a cover down with his ass? So basically, Drake was streaming, right? And he came out, he was just doing his goofy shit. And, bro, I'll be at home, yeah, just chilling. Out of nowhere, I will just say, Anita Max Ween, because that's what he said on this stream. And it was just... He said what? Anita Max Ween. 
I need to max wean. Anita. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Wean. Okay. It's a designer. Her name is Anita Maxwin. Okay. And he just said it like that. It went viral as fuck. And it's just one of those things, like, you know how they're, like, just looking like a wow? Yeah. You know how you just can't get out of your head? Yeah. Like, something, someone will just say wow, and you'll think just looking like a wow. Yeah. It's one of them. But I've not heard it. Obviously, you're on, you're on the Bollywood side of Instagram. You're on that algorithm. I'm on the Drake algorithm. So I've seen it. But... Yeah, but even though it, even though you're not on the Bollywood algorithm, it still reached you, didn't it? <laughs> so this Drake one didn't reach, reach me. me because you sent me the Bollywood algorithm stuff. No, no, no. But then <laughs> and, you, and the cookies are slowly slowly weeping into my algorithm. <laughs> but I'm trying to ignore your shit now. <laughs> so I don't interact with it anymore. <laughs> but it yeah. can't be as big as you're saying it is because it hasn't reached me. It is big. But anyway, another it's interesting It's only viral fact. if it reaches your algorithm when you don't even watch that shit. Mm-hmm. That's when it's viral. Right. So it's not it's not as big as you think, mate. So I think... An, an interesting fact about it was, is, you know, that was one of the few... One of two, I think, streams Drake's ever done. It was on Kick, obviously a major platform. He turned around, he said to them, I will become a streamer. I will stream. Give me a billion. Mm. One billion. Do you reckon that social media app has that amount of money? No. No, it doesn't. State can afford him. State could... Are they... The one that has Garanojla. Is that a betting company? The betting thing, company, yeah. Right. State can afford him. And State sponsors a lot of these streams or whatever. As far as I believe, obviously, I don't know his fucking contractual obligations. A billion... Obviously, that sounds ludicrous for him to request. But he did that one stream, made about three or four viral clips. Mm. So he is actually someone that people would tune into over the likes of these speeds. Speed mm. is just, just some crazy shit. But people actually want to know what Drake is like. Yeah, because Drake is an international star. Obviously, he's the a biggest, musician. The biggest. Yeah. Do you, do, you, do you think a billion's worth it, though? Or is that too much? No, it depends. And if you if you really want to push your company to that kind of next level, mm. make it number one, you need big stars like Drake behind it. I think, Users. I think they should be trying to get that money. Yeah, that's what I mean. So Find I think 100%, 100%. Fund it. Uh, you wanted to talk about um, Amir Khan's daughter's wedding. Yeah. Have you not seen the clips? Nah. Dude. So I told you I'm not on the Bollywood algorithm. No, you're not on the Bollywood algorithm, but this is something that really popped. So Amir Khan, the actor, mm. his daughter got married to this guy. Um, he's the, the daughter and the guy are not like famous or like film stars or anything. They're right. just, like living normal lives as normal as they possibly could in, in all that in the wealth, yeah. right? Mm. So this dude is getting married. Apparently he's like a fitness freak, yeah? Right. So he runs to his wedding in shorts and a vest and running shoes and he does his wedding ceremony in his shorts, his vest and his running shoes. And then it's after like he's signed... What was the ceremony? Was it a nikah? No. Or was it a... It was more so like, I think... It, no, it was more so like all the families and everybody's decked out. It's yeah. all like on, on like proper... Was it a re- my point being, was it a religious ceremony? No, it was more so like, I think they just signed some documents and then they married. Right. But like it was fully decked out to be like at a proper wedding. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a low key event type of thing. Right. Right. So everybody's like fully decked out. Why did you do that? Fuck, that, that's the question, man. What do you think of that? So if, Google it right now. And you'll see what I mean. Amir Khan. No, just type in Ira Khan. That's her name. Ira Khan wedding. Just type in Ira Khan wedding. Guy shorts. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. What do you think of that then? Look, can you can I see what you're seeing? Yeah. So look, he came back dressed like this. Look, you can see Amir Khan there, and they're signing obviously the marriage certificate and everything. Whatever it is, they're signing. Right, he ran to the. He ran to. You the just called Harry Potter weird. I think that's weird. I think that's creepy. So he was like fully sweating. I look, he's hugging there. He's hugging his father-in-law Amir Khan, and look, he's making his vows, pronouncing husband and wife in his look, white shorts, black vest, and running shoes. I think that's fucked. And then apparently he then went to get a shower and changed to Sherwani. That's weird. It's like if I was doing the running every day on my wedding, that's what I would have done. <laughs> that is something you would do. Whenever we go somewhere, you try and sneak a running. <laughs> it was, especially that year that you ran every day of the year. Yeah. But what do you make of that though? I just think it's weird. Like, but you, I think, like, I, so there was a lot of like talk about this online, right? 
So one perception, the feminist viewpoint of this is like, I think the the, the feminist viewpoint of it saying it's fucked is because it's kind of portraying like, this guy's trying to show like, this notion of marriage is not for him. He's only been kind of like do, going through with it because he has to. And like the wife so he was very ta- blase about it. Yeah. It's nonchalant. Oh, nonchalant oh, attitude. We've got a ceremony. All right. Well, let me just get a run in before. And then I'll yeah. Okay. You want to get married? Fuck it. I'll, I'll do it. But right. let me just turn up. I'll turn up. Don't worry right. about it. And do you agree with that viewpoint? I, I, it, you don't know what they like. What actual, the yeah. The, you don't know what the dynamic is. Right. So apparently Ira Khan like placed like, like a lot of like people with posters like egging him on and stuff. Right. As he was running along the route. Right. So that was one thing. So obviously she's totally on board with this. Mm. So I don't know. So I don't know if that viewpoint is wholly right in that sense. Right. But it, it you can think of it that way. Mm. But it just, then it's the other because viewpoint. Of, because of the impression it gives. Yeah, but yeah. But then the other viewpoint, the second thing is like people thinking like a lot of these celebrity children stuff, right? Yeah. They try really hard to be cool. Yeah. Right. I think that's what happened. Yeah. As in like, just, just saying, look, oh, yeah, I don't give a shit, man. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The rich and famous. So, but then do you not think it's just a bit taken a bit too far? 100%. Yeah. It's weird. It's proper weird, isn't it? It's, it's not catching on anytime soon, is it? No. <laughs> you might do it, though. <laughs> no, you I'm might not. have done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, the, obviously, I don't know. Have you watched Salt, then? Don't talk about it, because I want to watch it, please. I have not watched it, because I really do want to watch it. I might ruin it for you. No, don't be a cunt. No, do you know why? I just remembered something. Because you know when you got oh, all no, uptight about it, don't tell me anything. Because yeah? <laughs> no, I remember we were at uni and we used to watch Game of Thrones at that point and you gave me a fucking spoiler. Yeah. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was fuming. You were. You still, The fact that you still remember it from about 10 years ago. So I could have my payback right now. Nah, I don't give a shit, but like I'll, I'll watch Saltburn anyway. But if you want to spoil it for me, spoil it for me because I'm not as dramatic about spoilers as you are. I don't remember it for like fucking 10 years. Mm. Spoilers are one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. Don't spoil shit for me. I want to experience it myself. Right. Mm. But I'm not going to spoil nothing for you because I'm not a dick. Mm. That would make me a hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite. Right. You know who the hypocrite something, on this podcast something is. Something that is I am. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Barry Kiernan. Yeah. Great actor. Best. Not the best. Great actor though. Because he didn't win a Golden Globe. Mm. But that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but the right person won a Golden Globe. Uh, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oppenheimer won it. Right person. I don't think Oppenheimer won the Golden Globe. I think it was Killian Murphy won the no, Golden Globe. No, it was Oppenheimer. Globe. Right. Yeah, it was him. I saw the movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he went on stage, gave a speech, and he bombed. But yeah, Saltburn. I love the way it was shot. Mm. It was shot in a certain aspect ratio in that the, the borders were clipped. You know how the traditional Hindi films are and all that shit. Nice filters, nice vibes. I think it did go two out there. There were three scenes that were I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Is it a thriller or is it more like a, a drama? A mix. Okay. I'd, I'd call it a drama. Okay. I'd call it a drama. Right. Because it's not a thriller in the sense of leave the world behind, keeps you on edge. Have you watched Gravity? No. That's a film that keeps you on the edge. Right. Samantha, no, Sandra Bullock, not Samantha. Sandra Bullock and... Great uh, actress. Uh, not great, but I like her. Georges Clooney. Good actor. Suave very man. good film reminds me of me. just literally them two actors in the film the whole film that's it mm. very good might check it out but yeah Saltburn I don't know that one really split reviews like really split reviews some people were like what the fuck was that I hate it it was very sophomore trying to be different mm. on the other hand it was like okay that was different I'll watch it because I, I I remember when it was, we saw the trailer for it in one of the films we went to watch and we're like okay let's go watch this but then we kind of like cooled off on it I remember that I remember you saying that at the time and obviously I, I didn't know anything about this at the time. And I just mm. thought, oh, fuck that, I ain't watching that. <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. I'm 100% watching it next. Yeah. Um, yo, have you seen them, those Nike Alpha Flies? The three. Number what? three. What? These running shoes. Basically, these Nike Alpha Flies. Kiptum. You know who Kiptum is, right? Yeah. Not, not Kipchoge. Yeah. The other one, Kiptum. He, he set the, the Boston Marathon yeah. in those shoes, right? Yeah. Those shoes have been like the craze I'm not even just talking the running shoe market I'm talking the shoe market Mm -hmm. like this shoe has been such a hot commodity they've been they're sold out right and they're reselling for £600 really it's a bit like Yeezys when that fucking thing broke off Yeezys but this is a fucking product honestly like I'm into my running shoes but then like I've never used Nikes Nikes sick 
No, he's a better runner than me, but is he a true runner though? What's the difference between a, a good runner, a better runner than you, and a true runner? A true runner doesn't wear Nike or Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Adidas. Adidas ain't in the game. Yeah. Not for a running Why shows. Why are you chatting like you know the game? You've got Saucony's. You've got hokers. Right. And you've These got are all the Nikes. words that you've heard from me, by the way, yeah? Yeah, sure. So, so stop pretending. To, like, why are you having this conversation with me, man? Giza, I'm, I'm educating you here. Right. I'm telling you, you you're like, oh, I want to get back into running. This is how you're going to do it, motherfucker. You're going to fucking set I'm records. Running back into running. Don't you want to run like Kipton? Not really. Why? Because I don't want to be doing fucking two-hour marathons. That would be the death of me. I wanted to be doing three-hour marathons. In those shoes, they might not be the death of you. You know, will they uh, are they actually proper? Because some shoes are actually not like uh, you're not like they are proper, buddy. No, some shoes have like carbon plates in them, right? And those shoes are not allowed in official competitions. FYI, if Kiptum is using them, so Kip they're Jogi, allowed. You know, in- Kip Jokey, the guy when he did the marathon under two hours, it yes. was not official. One because they were using paces, mm. right? And second because he did in shoes that were not like mm. proper. They give you an extra bounce, apparently, or something like that. Is to unfair. be confirmed. TBC. I happen to know running a little bit more better than you. Right. I'm sure it won't affect your running record. They, on your Wikipedia page, there won't be an asterisk if you just use these shoes. Mm. It'll be all right, buddy. Look, Kip, Kip Jogi did it in under two hours, but it was unofficial. So there is an asterisk on that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> Rooney got sacked by Brum. Best bit Rooney. Rooney just needs to give up on the football career, manager career, don't you think? You think these Rooney's Lampards, Gerrards, they're not cut for it, innit? No. They should Gary Neville. Gary Neville. Phil Neville. Phil Neville was okay. The fuck was he? Yeah. He's a part of the England setup. He was part of the women's setup when they won absolutely nothing. The same team that went into the World Cup final with the woman manager. Mm. So he wasn't. He stands for women's rights, but what's wrong with that? <laughs> he probably doesn't, he was sad. Why are you being misogynist? Um, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just towards Phil Neville. Am I? Yeah. Not sorry, sorry. Yeah, Phil Neville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they're terrible managers, man. Mm. All of them. Mm. Lampard, absolutely shite mm. as a manager. Yeah. Gerard, he did well at Rangers. That shut the, the fuck up. That job was gonna carry shut him on. Shut the fuck up. And Rooney again has just not worked for him. Shit. Right. Uh, what's he might as well join Luke Littler in the darts. Yeah. Mm. Um. Gary Neville was just absolutely... Oh, fuck Neville. He, he kind of clocked on early. I think the added factor for Rooney was that it was, he was probably living in Brum. And that gets to you, bro. <laughs> Wait, do you reckon Wayne Rooney was living in West, uh, like, Birmingham? Yeah. Around, like, Aston or something? Yeah. Imagine him just... He'd, turn- he'd be in a hotel somewhere, I reckon. Yeah. You know? Wayne Rooney. But do you see Wayne Rooney as the same Wayne Rooney that you would have seen, like, would you be a starstruck by Wayne Rooney now if no. you saw him as you would not have been like all. seven, eight years ago? Not at all. It's a bit sad, isn't it? That is sad. Because Wayne Rooney was genuinely, for, for the us, English talent. the best player, but he was the most exciting player. He was, out of all of the guys that we've mentioned, he was probably the biggest baller. Yeah, 100%. He was so good. I mean, the fact that he was on like after 30, three or four Not FIFA after 30, covers, but before 30, he was the best. Even, but even after that, he adapted his game and yeah. he could play in midfield. And he was but do you not really think it's a bit frustrating as a person who was on level, if not... He was above Ronaldo at one point in his career. Ronaldo was not as good as him. Mm. But then, could you not see the trajectory of the careers, of the two careers? Mm. It's a bit fucked how Wayne really just let himself go. And it, do you not think that feeds into the English culture a bit more? How the English actual English culture is kind of designed to kind of bring you on a downfall. Look at Paul Gascoigne, for example. All these players, man, they, they never put in that hard work, that kind of restrictions that people at Ronaldo, Messi to a certain no, extent. No, I don't, I, I, I don't, no. I wouldn't say Messi's a harder worker. No, I, but Messi, okay, let's exclude Messi, but yeah. Zlatan Har- Ibrahimovic. Har- Harry Kane's, I- Ibrahimovic. he's very professional. I think Harry Kane will be one of those players that will go on like late he's 30s. He's broken the mold. Yeah. Uh, Jude Billingham is another player I think will break that mould. Too early to say. Too early, but you could tell. You can tell that his... He's his, got the right capabilities. Yeah, he's got the back. right capabilities and the right mindset. Hmm. But somebody like, for example, you know that Arsenal player is really young. Saka. Nah. Nketiah. Smith Rowe. Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah, right, yeah. He's just another Phil Foden. Slash another bullshit. No, 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 but you know, apparently he still loves his McDonald's too much. Yeah, he's a baller, but he's a twat. He, yeah, exactly. So he's not going to get far. Hmm. And Wayne Rooney was just a pure talent. Can we, can we just take a moment to just like laugh at Arsenal? 
Yeah. Arsenal are shit, we, bro. This is their golden team for like a decade. Mm. And they won't win a trophy. They won't. They're at the FA Cup. They won't win a trophy. They won't. They've lost two or three games in a row now, haven't they? Arsenal are a joke club. They are the bottom. You know, they, they were like top of the table for Christmas. We discussed it. I told it then. I, I actually said it then. I said, you know what? I'm not. They're there for Christmas. This is their trophy. But I know something that's more of a funnier joke. So now we're done with Arsenal. Should we talk about funnier joke? We're not, not going to bore people with United today. Right. And we're not going to bore people with Liverpool. Well, I'll say one comment on Liverpool. Fair play. You're conducting business. We'll leave it at that, my friend. I think the, probably the best time to end the podcast. We're not ending the podcast. Fuck off. Oh. We've got a few more things to do. Um, <laughs> there's a documentary coming out on Mourinho. Inject it in me. Mourinho documentary. I don't I know, still man. I, come across, Mar- I still come across that speech that he gives. Football heritage. That's not how he sees. Where they play. Do- how they play. If they play. When he says that, when I watch that on a video, yeah, bro, the hairs on my arms, yeah, goosebumps. Mm. Because he's trying to facts. Lingard, where the fuck is he? Yeah. De Gea, is he signed? Who else from the United setup? Uh, Pogba, where is he? Mm. Eric Bailly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eric Bailly. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there from that uh, setup? All of them. Yo, um,. There was a quick thing on... Did you see Ami Verk got hit for 29 or four balls in this, like, celebrity charity match? Yeah. He, got, he hit or he got hit? He got hit. He was bowling. Right. He just bowled wide after wide after <laughs> wide after wide after wide. Okay, so I'll leave Come on, boy. Come on, man. Just get this on the spot. Was he bowling spin or, like, or was he, like... Medium pace. Medium pace. Like, trying to bowl fast, but he's Who was whacking? He looked like... Just some... I don't know who the, who the, no, who the, no, who the fuck it was, but he was getting slapped. <laughs> When he was not bowling a wide. <laughs> so like I say, he got hit for 29 or four balls. <laughs> Sounds like you, mate. It doesn't sound like me. <laughs> we should invite him down to cloud cricket. <laughs> yeah. he, he would do all right there. <laughs> Leg side umpire. <laughs> Leg side umpire. <laughs> Yo, uh, this has been the Everything 9000 podcast. Thank you for tuning in and catch us for more episodes soon.